6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right, on this uh, Earth Day, uh, throughout the show, we'll be taking time to take a look and have a conversation with different uh, companies, businesses, organizations that are doing their part to um, to to help the earth on this earth day and it comes in different ways also we'll be talking about uh, with some some experts in the field on how to do certain things maybe like uh maybe like um composting (laughs) all of a sudden i'm very interested in that uh so lots to get to throughout the afternoon on this earth day and uh this was interesting we talked about it a bit yesterday on the show wanted to dive into it a little bit more today edmonton international airport has become the first airport in the world to join the climate pledge it is an initiative involving more than 100 companies and organizations who believe in the urgent need to reduce carbon emissions and address climate change the pledge was founded by amazon on in the environmental organization Global Optimism back in 2019. Not only is EIA the first airport to sign on, but it's only the third Canadian-based organization to sign on. Myron Keane is the vice president of business development and air service at EIA. He joins us now. Hey, Myron, welcome back to the show. Hello, Jalen. How are you? Nice. Good. Nice to talk to you. So, why was it important uh, for for the airport uh, to do this? Why why uh, why the uh, why the support of this initiative? Yeah. Th- thank you for that question. Climate change is a serious issue, and one that we think uh, addresses all of us. We all live on one earth. And so the airport, uh, you know, is doing a lot of initiatives in our ecosystem community here in our sustainability city we're building at the airport and wanted to use this as an opportunity to demonstrate leadership in uh, climate action. And really it's about meeting the uh, Paris Climate Accord uh, targets. And we, we really are we're impressed by Amazon and Global Optism and their commitment to do it earlier than what was originally committed. And the airport uh, sees a huge value for our entire ecosystem with all of our partners to take actions in that accord. Hey, Myron, I think it's important for people to note uh, as well, like when we're talking about this initiative, this is an, an airport initiative. This is We're not talking about the airlines. That's a whole different ball of wax right there. But this is Edmonton International Airport. So let's make sure that uh, folks know about that. Give us an idea of when we're talking about emissions at the airport, where is that coming from? What, what and, and what has been done over the years to, to reduce those emissions? Yeah, great, great question. Thank you. Yeah, about 70% of our emissions come from uh, electricity use. And we've done a lot of activity with partnerships to reduce our environmental footprint in that regard, um, including we built our terminal building in, in 2012, our expansion. We doubled the footprint of our building, but we cut our energy intensity in half. And that was through using great design, great engineering, and great partnerships in uh, building efficiency. We've gone live with uh, $12 million natural gas cogeneration facilities at our main terminal building and further reducing our carbon footprint by 20%. Those just went live actually earlier this year. Um, and then one of the announcements we made with a, a company last year was Airport City Solar uh, building the world's largest solar farm on an airport, uh, which will uh, produce about 120 megawatt facility, 200,000 megawatts a year. And the airport uses about 8 megawatts a day of power. So it gives you a sense of the scale of that facility, which uh, combined with many other actions would allow us to greatly reduce our climate, uh, climate footprint from energy use. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's really interesting how the how the airport is is moving on this. I mean, with these plans, uh, the 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 carbon emission uh, projects that you have already undertaken or the ones that are, are planned for. You talk about Airport City Solar, which is the solar farm. Um, construction begins on that next year, Myron. Correct. In 2022, in the third quarter, it's going through all of its reviews right now. Uh, environmental review um, and uh, all the permitting, as you can imagine, is quite substantial because it's a very large facility. Um, but it's, it's, we're quite excited with it. Our partner is very much a global leader in um, multi-use in the land. So there's a secondary use related to agriculture that also occur on the land underneath the solar panels. Oh, cool. Um, which is kind of neat. And it, it just fits well with our entire ecosystem, whether it be, you know, we're talking about the airport portion today, as you mentioned, but there's a lot of interest from our airline partners, from our airport a sustainability campus partners are looking for energy and clean energy um, and lots of different opportunities across the spectrum within this entire ecosystem. Myron, I've not heard of, of airports uh, tapping into, uh, into solar. Are, are, are there other airports around the world that are doing this and doing it well? Yeah, absolutely. There are other airports doing different scale of solar projects. Uh, what's unique with us, of course, is we know the landscape. Edmonton has a lot of sun. Yeah. And even, yeah. when, even, when we're, even when we have winter, we have sun bouncing off the uh, snow. So our partner is using bifacial panels that take uh, sunlight off of snow reflecting. So they're quite efficient. And that those leaps in technology really allow us to do it in this scale. We 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 do know other uh, operations. There's some in Canada have solar farms, but nothing near this scale. It's going to be something else. When when uh, when are you hoping that that's going to be done and in use? Uh, it, it's being built in two concurrent phases at the same time, starting next year in the third quarter, and we'll. Yeah. Open fully open by the fourth quarter of 2023, third or fourth quarter. Oh, wow. Wow, that's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to watch that unfold. Really excited to see that. So just cycling back to this climate pledge then, um, Myron, you, you sign on to it. Okay, we're, we're, we're doing this. This is, this is uh, you know, something that we've, we've put our name to. But what does that entail when it comes to follow-up and, and, and kind of what you commit to doing? What does that look like? Yeah, great question. It, really, it means it's it's not. This isn't a group of businesses that are sitting idly by, and waiting for direction to come. It's actually actively working, reporting carbon, actively working to reduce your carbon emissions, having programs in place and regular reporting, and it's really you know industry led, holding industry accountable. Uh, through for businesses. So the companies in this, like Pepsi, like IBM, Best Buy, Unilever, Verizon, Siemens, Microsoft, the list goes on and on. Um, I- these are companies that make very substantial commitments, as have we, um, to, to do that. So we, we've built sustainability into everything we do. We don't, we don't look at this as a standalone strategy. It's built into our business strategy. And we, when we're assessing decisions that our board and our executive manager are making, it's really around that lens of what's good for the environment and business. Business, not what's good for one or the other mutually exclusively. So for us, we with Amazon and with the Global Optimism Group, there's very specific requirements we have to meet, which we're doing today in any way, but this is a commitment to actually exceed the, t- the targets earlier than the Paris Climate Accord. Uh, Myron, before I let you go, what does this mean for, you know, for passengers over, over, the, over the coming years? Um, you know, would they see anything? Is it a cost to them at all? So if you're if you're flying out of uh, you know uh, the 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 airport, um, is it going to uh, cost a few more bucks here and there? 
No, a great question. Actually, no, it won't. I mean, the, the we will be providing opportunities for passengers who want to offset carbon. If they'd like to offset their own carbon from the flight component of that with the airline, we'll have some tools for that. If you stay tuned, we'll have some other announcements. Um, but there is no increased cost for people, passengers in this. In, in some cases, a lot of these are actually cost-saving measures. So, example, solar farm producing power on your own property coming directly into your into your system is actually a lower cost than buying power from the grid. So there are some advantages to some of these components. Um, and hopefully in the future, if we go full fast forward 20 years, people are taking some form of mass transit or driving maybe even a hydrogen car to the airport, getting in a plane that has almost no emissions or uses sustainable aviation fuel, and they have an entire uh, ecosystem that, that supports uh, decarbonization of the aviation e- ecosystem. Yeah, it was interesting. I talked to um, a researcher at the U of A not too long ago about uh, who is working on uh, sustainable aviation fuel, um, and, I, and I thought it was just uh, fascinating stuff. And so as we continue to learn more and, and, and see how this is, is done, um, you know, airports could be, you know, um, you know, a lot more, um, or I guess a lot less uh, when it comes to uh, emissions, uh, hopefully. I mean, that's the goal over the next number of years. So I guess, again, before I let you go, when you talk about, you know, the solar farm, so how is that getting paid for now? How does that get paid for up front? You know, all of these light bulbs that have been changed uh, as well to LED light bulbs in the, in the airport, we know that those are a little bit more cost, costly. They last longer, but uh, how is that getting paid for right now? Yeah, well, for example, on the LED light bulb side, they're actually cheaper for us to buy LED light bulbs when you look at the cost of, of, of running it. Um, and it's good for the environment at the same time. So being sustainable is good business sense as well. And in case of the solar farm, this is private investment. This is $169 million investment made by private businesses creating jobs um, and creating a new ecosystem within our area. Uh, and this co- our partner, Alp and Sun, uh, is very, very substantial solar company, a solar, manuf- a solar installation company. And the util- at utility grade, these large scales, they're great corporate citizens. So we'll, we'll, we'll see more announcements from them about how they're partnering with, with folks in our local ecosystem to drive jobs. Uh, some fascinating stuff going on out there, Myron. I can't wait to get back to the airport and start traveling again and see everything firsthand. Um, I, I hope everyone is holding up uh, well out there as we continue to navigate this, uh, uh, you know, odd, odd time that we're living through. But uh, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon to tell us more uh, about this climate pledge. Thank you very much. And yeah, when it's when it's safe to do so, travel will return. But health and safety is our top priority. Yes, thank you so much. Myron Keene joining us this afternoon, the Vice President of Business Development and Air Service at the Edmonton International Airport. So some pretty cool stuff going on uh, out at, uh, at the airport as we touched on this, uh, this airport city solar. Um, and it's a private investment. You just heard him say, people are like, how is that getting paid for? My goodness. And, you know, the cost going, no, you know. Um, so that was pretty cool to find out about. It will be the world's largest airport-based solar farm. Um, construction begins next year, should be wrapped up by 2023. Also going to be able to doing some, some egg stuff with the, the, with the land underneath the solar uh, panels. Uh, the airport's first co-generation power units, well, they're up and running. Uh, re- reducing electricity and heat-related emissions by approximately 20%. They changed about 18,000 light bulbs. Oh, my goodness. There's a job for you. And fixtures to uh, LED models uh, over the past six years. 
Uh, so just a few of the things, and we're going to we're going to continue to talk about some of the things that that you can do. Oh, those little things that can make a difference. As we go to break, here's one of the. Have you done this already? Change your paper bills to online billing. You're going to be saving trees and the fuel it takes to deliver your bills by truck. Um, I know we get a number of bills at our place online, but we still do a lot by paper uh, because we like that hard copy. Uh, You know, this household needs to do a lot better (laughs) reducing uh, and being a little bit more environmentally friendly, but we're learning and uh, we're becoming more aware. And that's uh, what we're going to be doing throughout the show this afternoon, give you some more ideas about some of the things that you're doing uh, or or what you can do. I'd love to hear what you are doing already. 